Welcome to the latest edition of China Tech Insights, a project of Tencent Online Media Group. I'm your host, Rohan Malhotra. China Tech Insights was launched in 2016 with an aim to share analyses of the Chinese tech industry. Our articles are investigative reports based on meticulous interviewing surveys and research fueled by professional opinion from business insiders. Today's headlines include LeEco in the news today with its Vizio deal falling through and attracting funding for its sports division. The AI bots AlphaGo and Libratus make further strides in gaming competitions. Alibaba and Tencent further expand payments in Southeast Asia. And Meituan and Tujia both introduce new models in the home sharing space. Taking a look at LeEco first up, international media reports that LeEco, the cash-troubled Chinese internet company, will no longer be purchasing Vizio, a leading United States television manufacturer. Both companies jointly announced they are calling off the deal due to regulatory headwinds. LeEco has a TV arm in China that sells big-screen televisions to users bundled with videos and programs provided through its video streaming site LeTV. Last year, it offered to buy a 49% stake in Vizio with USD 2 billion. Vizio said the two companies have reached a partnership agreement. The regulatory hindrance was unspecified, but is estimated to stem mainly from the Chinese government's increasing scrutiny on overseas corporate investments. Chinese capital controls currently make it difficult to move 2 billion offshore, and a company with Leico's problematic balance sheet should have tremendous difficulties raising funds for such a deal offshore said the Los Angeles Times, citing an economist with Rhodium Group. Several commentators also think Leico's financial problems also have led to the failure of the deal. In March, Reuters reported that Leico was looking to sell its 49-acre Silicon Valley property in order to ride out a cash crunch. Later, Bloomberg reported Leico United States delayed payroll for its U.S. employees in April. In other Leico news, Leico has experienced several executive reshuffles of late. Idao Yongche, a local Chinese Didi rival, is the latest victim. A ride-hailing business backed by Leico, founded in 2010, 70% of the firm was sold to Leico in October of 2015. Idao CEO Joe Hung was rumored to have left the company last week, with rumors suggesting he joined the venture capital firm Shunwei Capital, founded by Xiaomi founder Lei Jun. This doesn't sound like good news for the already troubled company. Following the Didi Uber merger, there are still several other strong competitors in the space, including Edao, Shochi, and Car Incorporated. And faced with the cash crunch of its parent company, Edao is also struggling in the mud of financial problems. The company announced its vice president of strategy would replace present CEO Feng Xing as the new CEO of its smart business, with Feng now concentrating on dealing with government and carriers. Following Feng, Zheng Xiaoming, senior vice president in charge of Leico's global investment and financing business, is also rumored to have exited Leico in addition to Ding Lei, the co-founder of Leico's car unit. And uh, for a final bit of Leico news, last week Chinese media disclosed Le Sports has been communicating with investment banks over a prospective Hong Kong IPO plan for 2018. Le Sports made no comment. Sports was set up in 2015 and landed RMB 8 billion in a B series funding round in 2016, which boosted its valuation from RMB 2 billion to 21.5 billion. Earlier this year, however, it lost broadcasting rights to several major sporting events due to not being able to meet its financial obligations. If it does indeed plan to list, this might be an effort to break even.
AI in the news today. Firstly, with AlphaGo. Last Monday, Google announced at a press event held in Beijing that is to hold the Future of Go Summit in Wuzhen, China from May 23rd to the 27th. At the summit, AlphaGo will play against Ke Jie, the world's number one professional Go player in a three-game match. AlphaGo will also be challenged by a team comprised of five of China's top pros. Another game will see a Pro vs Pro match during which each player will alternatively pair up with AlphaGo. This time, the AI participator will be an upgraded version of AlphaGo featuring a new algorithmic model that earlier this year managed to beat top human Go players online with a sweeping 60 wins in 60 matches under the name Master. With a wide variety of game formats this time, it will be intriguing to see how AlphaGo will perform in different situations. In other AI news, AI Libratus takes the cake at a Texas Hold'em poker competition held in China. The winning of an AI bot over a human in a Texas Hold'em poker competition marks another milestone for AI following the successes of AlphaGo. Libratus is a Texas Hold'em poker AI bot developed by Carnegie Mellon University professor Thomas Sandholm and PhD student Noam Brown. Kai-Fu Lee, a renowned CMU alumni and founder of venture capital firm InnovationWorks, invited Libratus to China to play against top Chinese human poker players at the Man Machine Texas Hold'em tournament launched by InnovationWorks. In the five-day tournament beginning on April the 6th, the human team lost 792,000 points to Libratus in a total of 10 rounds featuring 36,000 hands, a total defeat by the AI system. In fact, Libratus has this January beaten four top professional poker players in the United States. In what way can an AI system like Libratus play a role in real life? Kaifu Lee thinks that it has superb reasoning capacity given only limited or misleading information with potential to act as an aid in decision making, diplomacy, business cooperation and negotiation. Payments in the news today. First up with Alibaba on April the 12th, Reuters reported that ANT Financial, the financial affiliate of Alibaba Group Holding, will form a joint venture with one of Indonesia's largest media companies, Elang Makoda Technology, to develop mobile payment products and offer financial services in Indonesia. The new venture will initially build a payments platform within BlackBerry's messaging service, according to a joint statement released by the two companies. With a population of 260 million, Indonesia was the country with the fastest growth in internet users for 2016. Its internet users broke 100 million in 2017, followed only after by China, India and the United States. It's too big a market for ANT Financial to ignore while it expands its business overseas. Last month, rumors of cooperation between ANT and MTech were widespread. Besides Indonesia, ANT has been tapping other Asian countries through striking deals with Thai payment company Ascend Money, South Korea's KakaoPay, and Philippines-based financial tech business Mint. ANT's biggest rival, the Tencent-owned WeChat Pay, is also extending its presence outside China. In April, WeChat held a WeChat Pay-themed workshop in Hong Kong, a market that WeChat entered last year. WeChat chose this time to announce its Pay Plus membership solution for local merchants in Hong Kong. It also disclosed during this event that WeChat Pay had officially entered other Asian countries including Thailand and Korea through particular cross-border teams. Not long before, WeChat made a fresh bid to take on the United States and European market by launching an office in the United Kingdom and another European country. Reports say it plans to target advertisers, entice them to purchase ads on WeChat's Moments social news feed and also hold talks with European with European payment method providers for potential partnerships with WeChat Pay. 
Alibaba's sports arm lends a new funding round. Uh, the sports division of Alibaba, that is Ali Sports, founded in September of 2015, is rumored to have received an RMB 1.23 billion A series funding round, bailing the company at RMB 7 billion. This round of financing was led by YF Capital, the VC firm co-founded by Alibaba founder Jack Ma. Ali Sports confirmed the A round, but has not given any further details as yet. Home sharing in the news today. First up with a group buying giant Meituan. The emerged Meituan Dian Ping group announced the launch of its own home sharing platform, Zhangguo, or Filbert. Starting with the group buying business, Meituan has now grown to an all-encompassing lifestyle services platform with food deliveries, restaurants, movies, hotels, and online travel services. Back in February, it even introduced a ride-hailing service to China's eastern city of Nanjing and is currently applying for a ride-hailing license. Zhongguo has debuted in first-tier cities with hot travel listings in Beijing, Shanghai, Hangzhou, and Chengdu, with a focus on targeting young travelers with budget rental choices. It plans to expand to 150,000 listings by the end of this year. Like most of its local rivals, it will also introduce localization strategies, including home cleaning services and free smart locks for landlords. Tujia innovates in home sharing. For those fortunate few Chinese that own vacation properties, it remains a problem that properties are typically vacant a majority of the time. Tujia, the major Airbnb rival in China, backed by online travel agent giant Ctrip, now offers a new property sharing model with a platform dubbed VA Share. To be specific, Tujia will select quality properties for vacations around the world, and a third-party trust company will purchase the properties. Ownership of the property, as with timeshares, will be divided into 52 parts. Those who take part ownership will attain membership. Coupled with a yearly maintenance fee of RMB 700, users will be able to stay one week in any of the company's global listings. When memberships are due, 10 in 10 years that is, the company will sell the property and split the revenue between stakeholders. Thanks for listening guys, hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back the same time next week with another roundup of the week's happenings in tech. If anything here took your fancy, do subscribe to our newsletter to read the full version of this update or visit our website at www.chinatechinsights.com. Reach out to us at uh, CN Tech Insights on Twitter or even follow us on WeChat by scanning the QR code from our website. Bye for now.